Please pray with me. Lord God, thank you for the gift and blessing of this day. Lord, thank you for this time that we have been able to witness the light, the light ignited in the darkness, Lord. And by that light, Lord, you have kindled new light to shine in our hearts. You've given us the opportunity to hope. Lord, hope that darkness is not the end. To hope, Lord God, that death does not have the upper hand. Lord, we live in a world of confusion and dismay. And we pray, Lord God, that you would speak to us tonight and comfort us, Lord. May your light drive away the shadows. And may you lead us into your presence as we seek to worship you. Lord, give me your words to speak tonight. Lord, and reveal yourself to us powerfully. And we pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Please be seated. Good evening. It's so nice to see you all here tonight. Hallelujah, that's right. And it's nice to usher in Easter as well. Now, every once in a while, I don't know about you, but for me, every once in a while, I see a movie. Uh, this is every once in a very rare while. I see a movie that I feel like I'm actually in it. Right? Like I feel like I can feel what's going on. I can, I can totally resonate with what's, what the hero's doing. You know, maybe they're catching the bad guy or saving the day or chasing death. And I feel myself getting tired. Do you guys not do this? Nobody is resonating with me. Do you guys watch movies? Okay, you do? All right, thanks, Ray. It's glad. Oh my gosh. The last one I really remember being like this was The Matrix, right? That was a while ago. The date is. But it just like, I just felt like I was in there. You know, like when he was dodging the bullets, I felt myself trying to, I'm not flexible, so it really was hard. But it was amazing, right? Whatever it was, um, you know, the movies sometimes grab us. And, and whatever the theme is, chasing the bad guy, saving the day, cheating death, singing that ballad on stage, I've never thought of that. But it's a phenomenal thing to be wrapped up in a story, right? To be wrapped up in something so much so that you really are feeling what's going on in the midst of the narrative, right? You're feeling the action. You're not just watching the movie. You feel like you're a part of it. It's an amazing feeling, but there's a problem with it, right? And what's the major flaw? I'm not actually the hero, right? Like the movie is going to end and I'm still going to be me. Right? I still can't dodge bullets. Right? I can't. I can't. I'll still be me at the end of the story. And this exercise in immersing myself in a story is great, but it's really just a distraction from my own life. And ultimately an illusion. And that's a bummer, isn't it? Well, depending on the story. I guess some, some of those we don't want to be wrapped up in. But it's disappointing. But what if... What if there was a story that was so wonderful, so powerful, and so true that you and I could be wrapped up in it, and when the story ended, it wouldn't be the end for us, but we would actually be a part of it forever? What if there was a story like that? Well, tonight, we're here because of the testimony of witnesses to the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's, of course, a story that you've heard like a bajillion times, right? And the story goes like this. Humans were in a huge mess. 
Right? Sin was running rampant over the world and there was no escape. And so God sent a hero. God sent his own son, Jesus Christ, to the earth, born of a man who lived a perfect life, doing all kinds of amazing things along the way, like giving sight to the blind, healing the lame, curing leprosy. And then he was betrayed by his own followers and crucified and died. End of the story, right? Come on. No, No, that's right. No, it's not the end of the story. Because on the third day he rose from the dead, never to die again, and with his rising proclaimed a message which transformed the world. Through faith in him, people could be freed from death. It's not just the Savior lives, but everyone who believed in him could live as well. Now fast forward a few years, and you have this guy named Paul walking around. And he's writing to the church in Rome, and he's telling them about the implications of faith in Jesus Christ and its corollary, baptism. And he says in our passage from Romans for tonight, Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Whoa, 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 whoa. I just really liked what we did right there. But baptized into death? I was open for, like, good things, right? But baptized into death? That's a radical statement. Where did that come from? Well, you see, the idea behind baptism, one of the things that it represents and is for us is that those who are baptized are buried under the water. It's sometimes hard to get the image with a little bowl, right? It's easier with full immersion, like where you're in a river or a lake, right? You go all the way under the water. But those of us who are baptized are buried under that water. We go down under the surface. And if you don't come up from under the surface of water, what happens? That's right. Unless you're a fish, and then you're okay. But for us humans, that's a big deal, right? It's a symbol. It's an image of death. And in reality, we enter the tomb with Jesus Christ and are buried. And the stone is rolled across the opening. Baptism is death. Death. For our sinful selves. But baptism is not only death, thanks be to God, it is life as well. And Paul says, Therefore we have been buried with him by baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in the newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. For if we entrust ourselves to Jesus and are buried in baptism with him, then we are also united with him in his resurrection. And with him, we get to burst out of the tomb, to break the waters as resurrected people alive again in God. When we die in baptism, it is the old self who dies, the body of sin, the corrupt me, That one dies and a holy one of us is born. In baptism, the bonds are broken from the past and we are set free from our history of sin and failure and rebellion. Paul tells us, so you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. The story of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ is our story. 
Every one of us who has been baptized has taken his death and life onto ourselves. It's a life-giving and freeing thing to have his narrative, his story, become our story as well. Now that experience of being totally sucked into a story is an amazing experience. Although most of the time it's pointless, it's empty. It's a fun diversion from life as it is, but there's nothing really to it. But in Christ, he takes us into his story and makes us participants in the most profound thing that has ever transpired in the universe, the redemption of all the creation. You and I have front seats to the action as we are crucified and we are buried with him. And it is his resurrection that we also get to participate in as we as well are lifted from the dead in Jesus Christ. Tonight we baptize two people. We were witnesses to them joining their story to Jesus Christ's. And every time their story is told, the story of their baptism, every time that candle is lit, every time they recount to someone the hope that they experienced in baptism and the new life, it serves as an invitation for that person to become a part of this larger story as well. For it is the Lord's desire to see all experience new life in Christ. And so you and I, like miniature movie screens, we get to carry the story to others. We get to invite them to be part of the story, part of the greatest story ever told, and to invite them to join us in it as well, and to show Jesus Christ in this world. Thanks be to God, he takes us and rescues us from the kingdom of death and brings us to the continue of life, the kingdom of life by being a part of his story. And now let us pray to this hero. Lord God, thank you for being the hero on our behalf. Thank you for your rescue and redemption of us. We thank you, Lord God, that you have united our story to your story. Lord, so often for us, our story is one of failure, one of weakness, one of anger, one of sloth, Lord, one of misguided actions, one of regret. Lord God, give us a new narrative. Lord God, please give us your story, that we might be a part of this story of victory, a story of sacrifice, a story of love, a story of salvation, and a story of hope. And help us, Lord God, to be bearers of this story and to share it with others. They, they might also take part in the joy and the peace that comes with having our narrative rewritten. Lord God, send us into this world in power, in grace, and in love, and help us to be witnesses to your story. And we pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen.